0: Hello, this is The Unspoken Life of the Military Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Allison. I'm a wife and mom of two little girls and two fur babies and a 20-year mill spouse veteran. So you know I have seen some things. This podcast is about creating connection and community while we navigate this crazy military life. Each week, I'll bring you practical tips and tactics, like how exactly do I pack out my house, What do I say to my kids when they're crying because daddy is gone again? And how do I make it through a deployment without losing my mind? And how the heck do I find and keep a job when we move every two to three years? We're gonna get into all the things. Look, I've seen and done a lot, but I don't have all the answers. So this isn't a look at me, I have it all figured out podcast. It's a come with me and we can figure it out together podcast. The military lifestyle is often very lonely and isolating. So let's build a community that moves with you wherever you go. Welcome to the unspoken life of the Military Wife. Hello and welcome to the show. Today is just a little bit different. I have been feeling, <laughs> they're salty is what I like to say. You know, we're a Navy family, so that's how I like to say it. But this past week... In our house has been really, really, really hard. And and I feel like we don't talk enough about the challenges of not just motherhood because it, it is parenting is a huge part of it. And just the mental and emotional load of being responsible for so many things. And then also being the default parent right? Like you, you're you the, the, you know, we're, we're talking to male spouses here. So you're the, you're the constant. You're the one that's always there. You're the one that's taking them to school and picking them up and making sure everybody's got their stuff and all of it. Right. And that in and of itself is, is a lot. And then you put on top of that, the stress of a military lifestyle, which is, being separated from your family and from your friends, being lonely as hell (laughs) and not having a community. It is having your spouse being gone. Maybe not for you, but for a lot of us, our spouses are on deployment. They're on TDY. They're in an incredible travel op tempo, which is what our family is. And you put that On top of (laughs) what we're all already feeling as that overwhelmed mom. And I don't know if you guys have heard of or follow, but I follow someone on Instagram. She's from Canada. The Instagram handle is Diary of an Honest Mom. And she's just blown up. And I feel like part of it is because she's telling the truth about parenting and about motherhood and how freaking hard it is. And how hard we are on ourselves and the societal expectations of parents and of moms and of stay-at-home moms and the the pressure that we put on ourselves to be all of these things and expect to still, you know, eat healthy and exercise and, you know, homeschool your kids and, you know... <laughs> I'm saying like all of the things it's just so unrealistic and it's really freaking hard so I wanted to talk about today the hard and and I think again it's something that I have it honestly have leaned away from in this podcast multiple times because of the stigma that we have in the millspass community of the dependa right I, I hadn't heard that until I started this podcast I'm like what the hell is that and the dependa is like is supposed to is like the lazy male spouse, right? Their husband goes and works and brings home the money and they just sit around on the couch watching TV, eating bonbons, and spending their husband's money. And I have to tell you that I've been in the military life for 20 years now, and I have never met somebody like that. So let's just put that to bed right now. Then the other part of it too is, is I think that there's a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves. And I, and I don't know if this is the case for you, but I know it is for me is when we were, when Michael and I first started dating and he was talking about going back in, we had someone close to our family and their spouse was in the military and they couldn't do it. So the spouse got out because the, the wife just couldn't handle it. And I thought to myself, can't handle it what are you talking about like come on buck up let's go right and so I've always had in my mind like I'm gonna handle it you watch me handle it like give it to me and and watch me go and it's gonna be fine everything's fine we're all fine right and and I've had I've carried that mantle for so long and you know <laughs> honestly it just is getting harder <laughs> it's just getting harder work 20 years. We're tired. Oh, the whole family's tired. Michael's tired. I'm tired. The girls are tired. And and the lifestyle, it just I feel like it gets harder the longer that you're in it. And I don't know if it's the like the mental resiliency that you have at the beginning of you know um the adventure of it and and things like that. I don't know what it is, but it is. It's really hard and and I think that we need to t- talk more about and be okay with not being okay because I have to tell you this past week I have not been okay at all. And the problem is is I have no outlet, right? I have a couple of very close friends. I'm just being like brutally honest with you guys here. I have a couple of really close friends and one of them was on vacation with her family. So I, I didn't want to bother her quote unquote, bother her. And then the other one, I feel like I reach out to her all the time and not vice versa. And they're a civilian family. They're not a military family. And, um, and I feel a little bitter about that. And, and I saw someone else post about this. That's kind of, kind of what has spurned this conversation as well is in one of the spouse groups that I'm in was a, was a spouse whose husband is deployed. And she's like, I am really struggling right now because I had all of these family and friends as we were gearing up for deployment and he's getting ready to leave that we're like, Oh, we're going to be there for you. We're totally going to help you. We're going to support you. It's going to be, we're, we've got your back. And now she's like mid deployment and they're nowhere to be found. And she's like, I am dying here. Like, where are you guys? You said you were going to be here to help me and you're not here. And I think that that is so true. Like no one's calling me and saying, are you okay? Cause I'm not okay. I'm not okay. No one's calling me and saying, hey, how's it going? Oh, I know your spouse is gone right now. How are you feeling? You know, it's not happening. And I think that doesn't happen for a lot of people. And so I've been thinking about that. And I feel like everybody has their own pile of poo (laughs) that they're dealing with, right? Like we're so involved in our lives that a lot of times we don't have, we don't take the time to Think about how are other people feeling? How are our friends feeling? And so I started thinking about this and I'm like, well, what do I do? You know, am I reaching out to friends? Am I reaching out to, there's some male spouses that I've interviewed on the show and I'm talking to them and I can just feel that they're as lonely as I am, which is why I want the mill spouse tribe, right? I want this membership community where we have each other's backs, and it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter when you move. That group still stays the same, right? It's 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 building, and I and I'm like, you know what though? It's been it's been a couple of months, and I haven't reached out to them to say, hey, how's it going? How you feeling? So that's something that I'm going to change. Is I'm going to take I'm going to think about two people each week that, and they could be close friends, they could be acquaintances, they could be Instagram friends, and just say, hey, I'm thinking about you. How you feeling? So I'm going to try and be proactive in that way. Because here, here's the thing. And 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 I don't want this to be because I feel like in our community, and this is another reason why we don't talk about it, there's so much negativity, right? There's a lot of negative. Oh, this place sucks. This sucks. This is awful. Blah, 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 blah. I get it because it's there. But And so that's another reason, right? I feel like we shouldn't talk about it because there's so much negativity. But at the same time, this is our freaking life. Like this is is real time. This is our life and we need to talk about it, right? We need to talk about it because it's, and I, you know, I've had multiple conversations with, with my friends this week and it's not just the, you know, the daily stuff. Like when your spouse is gone, it's not just the taking care of, of the house. It's, you know you're taking care of the bills you're taking care of like does the house need to be clean grocery store gas in the cars getting kids to and from school. And then if you've got pets, right, adding pets on top of that. So I've got dogs, we've got tropical fish that I have to take care of. Like there's one of our fish died this week. Like it's just like piling on this stuff, right? So there's all of like the, the physical acts of taking care of your household. And then you put on top of that, what am I going to do for myself? Well, I want to exercise and I'm working on, I'm doing this podcast, which takes a lot of time. And then I also, you know, I have goals that I want for myself. And then There's the emotional load of carrying your household. And honestly, that is probably what takes the toll on me the most is we've got, we've got two little girls, they're nine and 11 and they are emotional disasters, especially my oldest, especially when daddy is gone and for, and I'm the one that's here. I'm the one that, that takes it all. And and not like, and it's not like, you know, with acting out. I mean, they're definitely show their butts sometimes with not listening and things like that, but it's like, I, I, I miss daddy. Why isn't daddy home? Why is my daddy always gone? And you know, all of the, the different, those different things and trying to help them through all of that stuff, that emotional load gets put on us. And it is exhausting. <laughs> it's exhausting. And, you know, I feel really grateful that I have a really supportive spouse. Michael is really supportive. And and I'm like, this week, guys, it's just been an absolute disaster. And I was talking to him last night and he's like, would you want me to come home early? And my gut instinct was No. I don't want you to come home early you're you're on your trip for a reason. you're there for a reason. you have stuff that you need to do. you have meetings you have people you need to go see blah 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 blah. I will handle it and and then and then it feels like it almost felt like suffocating like i I have to do this on my own. I have to handle this, and that's a lot of pressure to put on ourselves and um. And, and I, so I just started thinking about like, what are we doing in, in that regard? Like why, how, can, how can, okay. So, so then to flip it a little bit, how can we, right? Cause, cause I think we need to address the suck. We need to talk about the suck <laughs> and sometimes you need to sit in the suck. I have definitely had some ugly crying this week. I have definitely had copious amounts of chocolate. There's definitely been those coping mechanisms in there for sure. But moving forward, we need to move forward, right? So what can we do to move forward? And, you know, Michael was like, you need to take some stuff off your plate. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay, take some stuff off my plate. What am I taking off of my plate? Because my day yesterday was getting the girls to school, Going to the grocery store, gas in the car, taking care of the dogs, exercise for me, school, you know, like they're cleaning the house. So if I take, what do I take off? What do I take off my plate? Who's going to, who, so this is the thing. Who's going to do it if I don't do it? And the answer is it's not going to get done. We'll just put it off. Well, putting it off is not a good answer for me because... I I have that type A personality. Like if I know something is on my quote unquote to-do list to do, it bothers me until it's done, right? It needs to get done. So, So let's talk about some of the things that we can do to help us cope and to help us navigate, all right? So the first thing is reach out and talk to somebody right? So my good girlfriend who was on vacation came home and I was literally on a walk yesterday with the dogs and she called me. I was literally thinking about her and she called and I was like, oh my God, that's the craziest thing. Like I was literally just thinking about you. She's like, I was thinking about you too. So that was great. We had a really good conversation and that helped a lot. Okay. So reach out to a friend, right? And if you don't have a friend to reach out to, reach out to me, reach out to me. I'm on Instagram. You can email me and I am happy to sit on the phone with you and have a conversation because this lifestyle is really freaking lonely and it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. Okay. The second thing is what can you do to take care of yourself? And that's going to be different for everybody. But for me, meditation helps me a lot. And there are multiple apps. I've talked about them before. I've got quite a few of them. My favorites, the tapping solution. Tapping is a really, really good way to help your body move through stress and trauma and release, because that's what we need to do, right? Get it out, get it out, however you need to get it out. It might be kickboxing, right? That is, put on some gloves and you know punch the crap out of a bag, also fantastic. So the Tapping Solution app, love. Insight Timer, also really great. Sacred Acoustics, super good. Those are three of my favorites that I love for meditation. Journal, write it, just freaking word vomit on the page, right? Or there's tons of journals that that give you prompts if you're like, I don't know what to say. I really like taking a blank piece of paper and just diarrhea of the mouth, but it's on paper, like everything, all the things. I'm so tired. I didn't sleep good last night. Sophia came in the room at six o'clock in the morning and woke me up and I'm stressed about all the things that I have to do today. That's what I do. I just like literally what is on my mind, like just write, like just go just write. So I've been very intentional about making that happen in the morning. I get up 30 minutes before I have to get my girls up for school to make that happen. Because I need to have a quiet house. I want to n- make sure that I'm not going to be interrupted. So I do it early in the morning. And then the other thing that I'm doing this week is I'm making sure I'm getting outside to walk. So I love walking my dogs. I like being outside. I have not been doing that because it's been cold as hell and snowing. And the ra- the weather here is ridiculous. I put on my super thick coat and my hat. And I'm like, we're walking and we're going and we're going to do it. So mental health walk. Literally, like it's a thing now, right? Have you seen the <laughs> The post thinks things about that, mental health walk, get outside, get some fresh air. So there's that. And then the other one for me too, so walking is exercise, but I love to work out, right? I mean, that is, it's my passion. I've been a strength and conditioning coach for years. I'm certified in so many different things. <laughs> but exercise for me is a stress release, a huge stress release. So I make sure that I prioritize that. And then the other thing that I do for myself too, and that I am trying to be better at, because it's really hard for me when I have a list, there's so many things that I want to do. And so I feel like so many things on my list is I, I try to give myself time. I love to read. I love romance novels. I am not afraid to say it. I love it. I love it. I've got a Kindle Unlimited subscription and I read the heck out of them and I and it makes me very happy and it's like an escape for me. So I am trying to say, okay, I've got 45 minutes before I've got to go get the girls from school. I could do X, Y, and Z around the house, but you know what? I'm going to sit on the couch in a quiet house and I'm going to read for 45 minutes and I'm going to give myself that time. And I don't do that enough for myself because I always feel like, oh, I got to do this. and I got to do this. And I got and that there is a lot of stuff that can always be done. But giving yourself that time to have a have a freaking break, right, is important, is really important. And then and then really think about, you know, your big pain points that you're having at the time. So for me, cleaning the house, I freaking hate it. And I try really hard to make it like, okay, on the 15th of every month, I'm going to like do a deep clean of the house, back, all the things, right? And then life just happened this last time. And it's been like two weeks of slowly, oh, I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do this. And, then I'm gonna do that, and I hate it. So can you afford to hire someone to come and do it for you? Because it's what, like 100 to $200 a time. Is that how much is that going to relieve of the mental stress that you have worth every freaking penny, right? So, just something to think about. And then, one of the other big stressors for us right now is Savannah and her emotions. So, I emailed the girl's school has a psychologist. I emailed her yesterday and I asked for help. I said, This is what's happening at home. I don't really. I've given her lots of tools. I have tons of tools, right? I've we've I've shared them before in the the whole brain child episode that we did last April, and um, I have you know I have a lot of tools for her, but she still is really struggling. Can you help me? So I reached out to her and asked for help, and then I'm also I talked about this before when. We were having a really hard time with the girls and I said I was going to get them one of the daddy dolls and I, I haven't done it. I forgot about it and he wasn't on travel and I don't think about it again until he's gone and I'm like, dang it, I need to do that. But then he comes home and I'm like, no, I don't need to. And then he's gone again. and I'm like, oh, I need to. So it's on my list now to make that happen. So just look at what can you do, right? What are What are some things that make you feel good? What are some things that, and and then just make those a priority before all the other stuff and just give yourself a freaking break, right? Give yourself a freaking break. It is okay. It's okay to not, it's okay to not be okay, right? It's okay to not be okay. And, um, and it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to admit that we're at our peak. We're, we're tapped out and we're done and that we need help it is okay to say that and it is okay to talk about it. All right. Okay. I love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. What's up. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you haven't already, please make sure that you're following so that you don't miss any new episodes. And I would love it if you would consider becoming a subscriber, check out the details in the show notes. I'm so happy you enjoyed the unspoken life of the military wife podcast. Please help us spread the word about this show by sharing it with a friend and leaving a written Apple podcast review. If you have any questions or follow up to this episode, you can send me an email at themillspousepodcast at gmail.com. I would love to connect with you if you're on social media. I'm on Instagram at podcast, And then you can also find additional resources on our brand new website, themillspousepodcast.com.